0: Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I'm your host, Louise Solis, and with me is my very, very talented friend who's chilling poolside, the mixtress, D.C. Gina. <laughs> Gina! I know. I,
1: I can't believe this how I'm doing my holiday, right? Poolside, warm, so amazing. Nice. So, so where the, are you coming from? Uh, from Naples. I, uh, Naples, Naples, Florida. We... Um, socially distanced drove down did the whole uh very different experience really uh to get here but we're at my aunt uncle's house and i'm very fortunate to have somebody where you can go and escape to this beautiful weather while it's 30 degrees somewhere else in the u.s at this point right
0: well um you know coming from dc it is 65 today
1: oh that's not so bad so
0: climate change it's, you know, yeah. fake news. We're almost done with that part. So because you are coming from Florida, Gina, I have some, a few fun facts I think you might like to know about the sunshine okay. state. You ready? We'll give them to us. Yes. Okay. So the reason why they call it the sunshine state, which is very hard to say, uh, <laughs> is because they average more than 300 days of sunshine a year. That's a yes. hell of a lot of vitamin D. 300 you, days.
1: I, you know, funny you say that, right? People here are sun addicts, and I don't mean like they go out for, um, you know, lay in the sun or get tan. It's like they really depend on the sun for like happiness.
0: I'm sure. I'm cool? sure. It's I. I got addicted to it in Hawaii. I get, whenever I go, if I'm somewhere where it's gray for too long, I feel it now. Whereas before I lived there, I didn't. So it's something easy to get to, get easy there to get accustomed to, rather. So here's a few more fun facts. It is the third most populous state in the union, and it is home of more golf courses than any other state. I didn't find that too hard to believe, um, but, but there are none, zero, zilch, nada, not a single dinosaur fossil in all of Florida. You know why? why? Is
1: that? No.
0: Because during the age of the dinosaur, Florida was underwater. Look at that.
1: Oh, that is a fun fact. I like yeah.
0: that one. Yeah. I'm so, going to definitely um, use that as bar trivia here. There you I go. And here's another one. So go. they have the most coastline than all of the other states. Um, But it uh, is also the flattest state. Its highest uh, natural point is Brighton Hill, apparently, and it's merely 345 feet above sea level, which is actually the highest low point in all of America.
1: Well, that's bizarre. There you go.
0: I mean, that's pretty fun. So well, there you go. So you don't have to worry about going up too many hills. You know, there's it's, you, know, you just roll right into the ocean.
1: <laughs> or you roll right off your bar stool and into your bed here. That's what, there you that's go. what happens.
0: Or as you're, long as you don't uh, roll into the pool, we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, speaking you know, of high points, tell us what you're doing with your holiday. So, um,
1: well, you know, we're hanging out with the family and... Um, you know, being in a warm climate and being from, you know, originally New York and living in D.C., I have always associated the holidays with a warm drink, you know, like, you know, wassail, and you have, like, apples that have been stewing with rum or bourbon and, you know, you know, trying to get the chill off or something, or, you know, something that's, uh, you know, eggnog, and you're like, oh, well, let's make it, you know, it's a little bit thicker and you're gonna use it, in a, in a glass and pour it out of the refrigerator, and you know, and it's just slightly cold because you're putting in, you know, overproof liquor or, um, you know, just like our traditional holiday drinks that we like yeah. enjoy. I realized how selfish are we all. <laughs> Nobody ever prints about the southern half of the of the U.S. because if you're in Florida or Arizona or you Hawaii. Know, uh, Hawaii, you're yeah. not having the same <laughs> holiday and yeah. tiki drinks are nice and all, but they're not technically Christmas or Hanukkah or you know, Thanksgiving or, you know, whatever. So this was the a dilemma for me because I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, I can't make
0: hot toddies because it's 85 <laughs> and nobody wants one. <laughs> And I'm sweating. I have boob sweat. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I definitely have
1: boob sweat, and, you know, and it's ridiculous. And you're like, you know, what what do you do? So and, and I'm here in, in Florida with a bunch of northerners. So they all came from, you know, having those traditions and the hot cocktails and all the, and all those things. And today we're going to adapt to the southern half of the U.S. and the world. So maybe if you're in Australia, Christmas in your part of the woods is hot. So,
0: <laughs> you know When we lived is- in Hawaii, we spent every Christmas on the beach. It was really funny as our, our family would be like, "Wait," because you know, from the mid, most of our family lives in the Midwest, and they'd be like, "Wait, you're actually on the beach? Is it cold?" And you're like, "No, it's Hawaii. Of course, it's not cold." I mean, it was funny as after living there a short, uh, well, a couple of years, um, it, the couple of years into it, I started to adapt, and it was really crazy that. I'd be like, oh, it's 75. It's so cold. I got to put on a jacket. I remember when we had somebody come and visit, and it was a cooler day in Hawaii. Uh, we were, Of course, we were at the beach, but I was cold. I was like laying with a blanket over me, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cold. And of course, our family is visiting from the mainland. They're like, you're crazy. Stop it. <laughs> uh, your, your blood just thins out. You just get used to that 85 degrees every day. I think it does. I mean, I, I've I've suffered a, quite a hangover uh, since I've been here,
1: um, and only self-inflicted because I've been drinking. Uh, you know, happy hour starts at three and mm-hmm. goes to one o'clock in the morning. So there you go. You there know, you go. Though, so I feel like I've been um, back in the in the bar in the bar world, and it is funny because when you are hungover, no matter how hot it is, you still want the same things: a warm blanket hide under the covers (laughs) a lot of water and whatever but a pool helps i have to admit if you have a friend or you're somewhere and you have access to a pool and and you have a hangover jump in it
0: because literally that helps does it help you
1: well it helps me i feel like if it helps me i'm sure it helps somebody else
0: well if you have a hangover now why don't we just you know get a little hair of the dog? All right, let's do it. Okay, so it is the holiday tropical holiday episode. Yeah, so let's talk about
1: let's let's talk about like starter drinks or having people over your house um, during the holidays. You know, there's a very traditional drink. um, It's called the poinsettia, and it is a cocktail that's usually made with cranberry juice, orange juice, uh, champagne, and you know you garnish it with you know a floating cranberry or an orange peel or really whatever you want. Some people put cherries in it. Um, oh, interesting. But because of the, it turns pink and it's just, you know, very traditional. We are going to do a different version of that today, and we're going to start off with it because this is a really nice light cocktail that you can have ready, you could make it into a punch if you like, but I wanted to keep the ingredient list simple, and I was kind of like shopping around the store, and I did tack on a different ingredient than I told Louise earlier. I, I threw pineapple in there there's a lot of pineapple available and we're going to actually do um, a pineapple and cranberry version of this drink with in, in a very bizarre way so we took um i made cranberry so instead of having cranberry juice which you could absolutely use for this drink i used or pomegranate juice so pomegranate juice or cranberry juice either one will work wonderfully in this cocktail um i took cranberries fresh cranberries and a pineapple and I used the flesh of the pineapple with the cranberries and sugar and a little bit of cinnamon and then a whole allspice and I made it into a simple syrup and it was kind of like by happenstance I did it it wasn't like oh I wanted to change the drink and I realized these are all the things that we can put as a common thread through all the cocktails. So nice. Louise, you have yes. it where you are and I want and it's fun because you know you're doing something a little bit different so people understand that you can do a variation on your cocktails and it doesn't have to be the same thing every single time. It's only the proportions that are important. Does
0: that okay. make sense? It does. That's awesome. Right. So we can uh, right. customize it.
1: Yeah. So so we're going to make the points at a cocktail and what so you see that I'm going to actually make this drink today not just for myself. I'm going to make it for others. Because you know, sharing cocktails is what you're supposed to what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. So, so if you're following us or this post or whatever, you could see how you can make multiple amounts of drinks um, at one time, and then you don't have to worry about making a bunch of different um, drinks later. So, this cocktail can be done two ways. You can either do this drink um, crushed ice, or you can do this drink um, in the blender and fluff your uh, orange juice and uh, cranberry, or you can build this in the glass and just add your ingredients. So you have your orange juice ready, Louise. I do. So this, so this drink needs to have again. We'll go over it one more time. It needs to have the pomegranate or cranberry juice. Got it. I'm going to use i I'm going to use a cranberry pineapple simple syrup, which I will give everybody the recipe for. It's a little bit more complicated than just um, you basically put it in the pot and you boil it and you let once the cranberries pop. You take it off the heat, and then you let it cool and strain. And then, um, or or, and so I'm going to put mine, and I'm going to fluff my cranberry syrup and orange juice in the blender. And by fluffing it, I just mean that I'm going to aerate it. And then I'm going to add a little bit of ice to it and almost create a slush. And then I'm going to put the slush into my coupe, and then I'm going to put the um, champagne on top of it. Right. Okay. Real simple. Not really. What are you going <laughs> to do? You're going to do it the other way. Does that make sense for everybody? Or do you understand what I'm doing? Louise? Well, or do you it's, think it's it, OK that's if we crazy? don't
0: understand because we're going to have the recipe at designated dot show and we'll be able to walk through it. So no problem. Yeah, I just,
1: I'm just, you know, today's the first time I've ever done this with um, other people around in the house instead of uh, normally like when we do. The show, just the guests and us, and in our COVID days, yeah. Yeah. Feeling, I'm feeling just. uh, I think I'm feeling a little gun shy. I haven't been in a bar in so long. There
0: you go. All
1: right, so what I'm putting in? So I'm making five cocktails at once, right? And basically, if you're making this drink for yourself, you're only using a half an ounce of cranberry, a half an ounce of orange juice, and then a hat. And then you're going to fill with champagne or pomegranate and you're just gonna fill with champagne and you're gonna garnish it, okay? I'm putting mine in the blender. I'm gonna turn on the blender for a hot second. I'm gonna fluff it up and then I'm gonna add a little bit of ice to it. And then I'm gonna basically make the slush and then pour it into the drink. Okay, so I'm gonna wait until you're done
0: and then you can walk me to make making mine. Okay. I think the heat is getting there. Hot? Huh? I think the heat's getting ya.
1: <laughs> yeah, but did you see this? So you see this really fluffy, what you just did with the juice, you made it like almost like hot and cake. Can you see that?
0: No, because you have your of... camera down.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to show you.
0: Gotcha. Like it's like
1: really fluffy. Yeah. You want to mix the things together before you put the um, ice in there, because once you put the ice in there, there's no turning back and it may not, um, and it may not open. Just get to, Yeah. Uh, we're going to, and so it may not, it may not, um, you know, mix all the way so just, this is the easiest way to do it so i'm gonna, I'm gonna use my hand i think i tried to be polite and i realized i don't really have. that's to okay you're at hand. home you're at home right and there's a, and there's a beautiful airedale dog here so i see
0: that i see them I walking through
1: isn't grevin so cute
0: he's so cute they're, they're really smart dogs too
1: he's super smart he knows if you say the word like you know um c-o-o-k-i-e <laughs> he's getting a treat or 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 biscotti actually which is really funny he had that this that morning is funny me.
0: so if i'm making mine and i'm is yeah. it okay if i make mine in a rocks glass then yeah of course should, okay so i have a half ounce and am i pouring the juice directly into the glass
1: yes as long as the juice is cold you do the half an ounce and half an ounce of the orange juice okay and then um and then you're going to put in there um both together, and then using your your bar spoon that has the braid. Yeah. Yep. You, when you're pouring champagne in there, you want to um, use the braid to get the to get the bubbles to come down. Am
0: I putting any ice in this glass then? No, you are oh, not. Hold hold. You're gonna make a
1: traditional. You're making more of a traditional poinsettia. I am. I am making a non-traditional poinsettia.
0: So a half ounce of okay. poins- uh, half ounce of poinsettia. Ha- that would be bad. Half ounce of um, a pomegranate. A okay. half ounce of orange juice, and then I'm yep. gonna fill with my champagne. Right. Yep. Bubbles, right? Yep. Ooh, come on. Gonna be a good time when I get there.
1: So you see how? So now yes. I have all mine right with the slush. Yes. And then you're just gonna
0: top it off.
1: With the champagne.
0: So tell me this: where do I hold the spoon when I pour down it? Okay, so if you take your,
1: you can see it, right? If you take your, you take your spoon, hold it at the the bottle. Yeah, but look, you put it right next to it. It goes right down the glass, right down the spoon. I hold it at
0: the tip of the the spoon and then pour down. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh. I like your ambition because a lot of people won't do that.
0: Oh, that's easy. No, it's beautiful, and it makes for beautiful presentation. Well, and you say
1: yeah, that just then, air then, opens up the champagne or the bubbles then? No, it's, all, it's 100% for sure. No, oh. it
0: actually <laughs> is.
1: Um, it's actually really good uh, for just making the, um, for, for it not spilling over. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, so Yeah, I uh, noticed what that. You,
0: so you know star fruit is um, in season right now, right? Oh, I actually I saw that today when I went um, went to the market. I did see star fruit even in um, so, our area up further north. So we're gonna,
1: so we're gonna put a little uh, star fruit on the glass. This was 100 percent not my idea. My aunt came back from the store, and she said I thought you could use these, and she was correct. I could definitely use these.
0: Would I they garnish it with an orange wheel or an orange wedge or no? Mine? You would just
1: do it. You would put like a coin on it okay on top yeah or like if you want to make it more festive you know you can use the star fruit you can use um, a whole cranberry i did i did take one out for everybody you can use mm-hmm. a cranberry and put it in there cute um if you're making this for other people and you don't know if someone's allergic to something and it's a good idea if you're using cranberries like say if someone's like on blood thinners or something like that to actually go ahead If you're you're sending this out like on a tray or in a punch or something, it's a good idea to put one in there so you mark the fact that there is in fact a cranberry in there.
0: Oh, interesting! I didn't know that cranberry is one of those questionable fruits.
1: You know, it really is, and it's like there's certain different things that cranberry is like really offset, which is you
0: know, know, important to know. Who knew? Right? Who knew? Exactly. All right. So, how pretty.
1: I know right it's very it's it's definitely holiday I'm gonna gonna walk in
0: I'm gonna walk and serve with you what do you think you ready to take a sip? I am yeah I'll wait for you to come back though because uh look at her in her beautiful uh tropical gown and here I can hear you yeah yeah. and here comes um Mr. Gina to walk the rest of the cocktails over Don't tell me I like, called him Mr. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out when the
1: show airs and he will be like, what? Too late. Um, yeah, right. Totally.
0: So. All right. You're going to tip your. There uh, we go. Yes, I'm
1: going to tip. Why well, you didn't want to stare go. at my boobs. It was so nice boobs. No They're nice
0: boobs, but.
1: I might stand up for a hot second. So here cheers.
0: Cheers. Oh, that's good. It's nice and dry. This would yeah, be a beautiful, it's good for breakfast, like a, like brunch.
1: Did you put, what did you, what pink did you put in there? Did you use cranberry or?
0: I love that Neil's just in the back taking photos and there's like, he's like totally like
1: <laughs> uh, unaware. He loves it. He's, um, this, is his new, this is his new thing. It's good.
0: I could get fresh cranberry juice and not fresh pomegranate today. So I chose cranberry.
1: Mm. So, see the trick So when I was saying that you can get that really big pinky color, uh-huh. because you, because you when you fluff it one time, in the um in the in the blender, it like air, it just makes everything like come out like big time, like a bigger it's color. Really, you won't it's really turning. you don't get that same color. And yeah, the glasses, I guess also- and the glasses help, right? I feel like this is like.
0: Very You're very foo I You know, I broke my um, my last two cocktail glasses. I really need to go down and get some more. Go out. I was thinking maybe going over to the hour and seeing Victoria getting some beautiful. I'm um, coming.
1: I'm going I'm I'm 100 in on board for that trip. If that's okay, if I can. So, insert. so for our listeners
0: who may, um, she's been on the show before. Her name is Victoria, and she owns the hour. And it's a beautiful um, store in Old Town Alexandria where she has. Um, uh, antique glassware and then uh, beautiful remakes as well. But she can also you can also order online. So again, that's the hour. Give them a little Which plug. Is,
1: yeah, uh, and she deserves it because she's amazing. So while you're sipping that, I want to talk about now what you made, right? So everybody, you know, you're gonna make this syrup for this drink, and you know, I was thinking, you know, you everybody really has so much to do during a holiday, and you know, you may have kids or family coming or you know, you just don't feel like making multiple syrups. So what really occurred to me was, well, if we're going to make this, how can we use this in another way? So you're not just, you know, using it one time and, you know, this is, you know, a one-time tri- you know, one only use. And, yeah, you know, so here's my next recipe for me after you make that cranberry pineapple um, uh, and a little bit of allspice syrup, right? I, if you all know me and, and you know you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that I am hundred percent a fan of the old fashioned. It's like one of my absolute you know favorite drinks. So what's better than you know putting a little a little spin on the old fashioned and, and, and making it a little bit more tropical, right? Interesting. All right, so we're gonna make it. So we are going to make an old fashioned, and we're gonna use our cranberry pineapple syrup. And I, I, if I know that you can't ever, can you see these? So my aunt has these vintage Coca Cola uh, Santa glasses. And oh, I was like, fun! Oh, well, I have to use those for sure. Well, all right. So, God, Gina, where say?
0: where did those? Um, when you were at Hanks on the Hill, you had Muppet cut glasses, didn't you? You had like oddball like. They were they. I, they did.
1: I love those. Um, I think that Mike Sacconi took them. I would love um, to have them back. Sounds so like <laughs> Th- that doesn't mean I'm going to get them back. Does that yeah, make sense?
0: Luck. Yes. Good luck.
1: Yeah. Right. All right. So we're gonna make. I'm gonna make um, two old fashions at once because I do have people. So it's this is a this is this would be a nice mid mid drink, right? So. You know you have your friends over you want to you know make it a little bit heavier or bourbon drinker you could do this with a nice like really like with a sazerac rye you could just like a florida kanye um rum if you want to get like really you know stick with the rum a rum theme you could do smith and cross rum and really stay in that like really strong world but I wanted to use a new product that is out right now for a limited time, and I do not work for this company, so I <laughs> want to make sure everybody knows that. Uh, it's Maker's Mark 101, it's a limited release, and they don't usually um, release anything that's in bond, and it's actually really delicious, and it's it's 100% something that I would say is, just go get it. I mean, really, <laughs> at the end of the day, just go get it. So we're gonna do our proportions, we're gonna do, half an ounce to two ounces and a quarter. If everyone knows, if you listen to my recipe, I always put a quarter ounce more bourbon in there because you can.
0: <laughs> and I'm
1: making two at a time this time, so basically it's uh, four and a
0: half ounces, right? Either it's one yeah, big drink just for you or you're sharing with a really good friend.
1: I mean, hundred percent, you know, I, I would just drink this by myself, right, and pretend <laughs> I didn't do it. So today we're using a different bitters, though. We're going to use Hella Bitters, which is another, another bitters, a little bit different. And I like this bitters. If you're, you know, looking for a gift to give somebody and you're kind of like not sure. And, I, and I've actually picked this up at Total Wine and Beverage. They have a two pack right now in the stores and it's really cute. Because you can get the aromatic bitters and hella bitters are really expensive generally. So we're gonna put um, six we're gonna put three of the aromatic and then three of the orange. So a total of six for each drink. And you can get this little two pack for your holidays and you won't get stuck with a ton of bitters that you generally might not use all year long.
0: Oh, because they're smaller they're like smaller little bottles yeah. it looks like.
1: Yeah, they're cute. And they come in a little box. Oh, nice. And if you have somebody that you know maybe are a little bit of a bah humbug around the holiday, send them bitters and, and it'll lighten their mood. You know? <laughs> you I think, think your be- ass
0: is bitter, wait till you get your yeah. present. <laughs> yeah,
1: wait till you see what I have in store for you. Do that. But it's it's just fun, you know. Like I try to go um, when I do these come when we do these episodes, I always try to like relate to like where the guest is gonna go shopping. And I know that Total Wine is um, <laughs> You know, it's in every state. It's easy. It's accessible. It's you know, it's good.
0: So and, we're gonna and so that we're gonna, brand too. I bet you we could find it online too.
1: You could. The two packs. It's it's one of the only one of the only bitters companies I saw that does a holiday size, which I thought was very smart. So if you're a bitters company or you work for one, you should get smaller packaging. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna. So now we have two cocktails in my um, glass. So we always know the rule that it's between 30 and 45 stirs and i oh, now here's my here we are i'm finally mm-hmm. in an environment where it is 85 95 deg- and um 85 degrees so the rule is is that you stir until the glass is cold so right now we're at like around 30 35 6 7 so 8,
0: tune 5, in next 7. week
1: <laughs> i know no but you can see i'm gonna really put it down a little bit yeah you can see that it's starting to get really cold on the outside of the glass and that's what you're that. looking for in order to make sure that the it's 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 chilled enough and it's mixed enough and has enough water dilution. And it's also not too watery. But we are gonna serve this one because it is in bond over ice. Now you could serve this drink up. This would make a really lovely old-fashioned up. But we're gonna put in two big cubes. Nice big cubes in those. Yes, nice big cubes. Really pretty. And I have to grab my strainer on the other side. <laughs> so I know everything's on a round table, so I am like walking back and forth to get everything together. Hey, get that's much. burning
0: calories as you drink. It seems like that's oh, very I'm- practical to me, Gina. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. with this.
1: Well, I'm 100% putting them on in my alcohol weight here for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to pour it over the ice. And if you see, your colors are the same again. So you're in the same. Yeah. The same color, even though you have something that's darker this time, right? And we're not going to waste it. This is actually really great because you have somebody, you know, willing to drink all of your cocktails. Oh. So we're going to take... That's the basis of
0: this show, Gina. In the beginning, before I didn't bank on this COVID crap, no one did. But um, that's why I started the show, because I got to hang out with you while you made cocktails. (laughs) So we have two... Yeah, right? So you have two uh, coins. And then again, we're going to just...
1: So, you just squeeze them over the top and once around the rim, and you can drop them in. You don't have to if you don't want to. Again, right over the top. All those beautiful, uh, you can smell everything. It smells so good. The orangey aromatics. Put the cranberry in. You can. You already have this garnish in there, so you don't really need to over garnish. You just need to really sip and enjoy. And I am I feel bad that you can't have this right now, but...
0: Um, well, delicious. you know, the good thing is, is that I know somebody who runs the Designated Drinker Dot yeah. Show podcast.
1: Cheers! Cheers. I know, right? We can We can get this done. I love these Coca-Cola glasses. They're absolutely adorable.
0: And you know, it's crazy as you think about those things when we were kids, all those little collectibles that, you know, you, you would get. And, you know, I will tell you that when... Um, My mother passed away. We didn't think about (laughs) grabbing any of those things. I didn't take, we didn't just, just didn't think of any of those things being of uh, a value because, you know, they were nothing. Now I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't. So if you're listening, make sure you get those, uh, those silly little heirlooms, those Coca-Cola clips or those things that McDonald's put out or like those, those hamburger I think that's what you had. Were, Were they McDonald's? Muppets? No, you were right. No, they were Muppets. They were McDonald's Muppet glasses. And we got them when,
1: you know, whatever. We had them forever. When they did some silly promo? And then one by one they broke. Yeah. And then, you know, as Mike also... um, No, they they were vintage 1983 McDonald's Muppet glasses. And then, you know, as Mike met a different lady every time he liked one, he gave them the glasses that they liked. So there you go.
0: Yeah, I was there a couple of those nights.
1: Yeah. Mike, I really do want back my glassware. Anyway... Anyway, moving on. Oh, Mikey, Mikey. Yeah, right? So here, all right, so let's talk about my absolute love of eggnog, right? I love eggnog. Eggnog is
0: delicious. So I just want to know, would you, so you're serving up eggnog while you're visiting Florida. If you were to stay in Florida, how much eggnog do you think you would consume?
1: I would change it. I'd probably do Coquitos, but we did Coquitos last year. Right, didn't we do that one, the pine, uh, the coconut? I think we did. Oh,
0: I don't remember. Gina, I drink a lot. How would I remember what drinks we did yeah. last year?
1: Well, I thought what? this was an easy, So let's talk about the reason why I chose this. So, ready? Whole Foods, right? They have a 365 brand of eggnog. Yep. It's great, just get it. Yep. Like, like, you don't have to make eggnog. Nobody is going to punish you for not whipping fresh eggs and, you know, doing the whole thing and basically making a zabayone, although zabayone Italian eggnog is a whole nother episode and maybe we'll have on another Italian chef and do that. But- Oh, that'd be fun. But- But- You just go to the store and literally get this brand. Yeah. And a, you don't yep. have to do anything special. You don't have to add anything else to it. You don't have to think about it. It's already pasteurized. So if you get a little too drunk and you leave it out on your counter, no one's going to die. <laughs> So there you go, right?
0: <laughs> because yours, know, you I you say, might
1: kill somebody.
0: I will say, on yeah. the designated drinker show, we really don't want you to kill anybody.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I mean, like, honestly, it's my feelings are always the same. It's terrible when you're hosting a party and you're constantly tethered to the bar, and making everybody else's drinks and stuff. And you, this is an easy way to put it in, you know, a nice, pretty craft or. Um, a pitcher in an ice. And um, I was chatting with my aunt, which is really funny. And she's like, Well, haven't you ever taken a bottle of vodka and put it into an old milk container and then frozen it to serve? And I'm thinking to myself, No, but that's genius, right? So you take a bottle and you could do the same thing. You know, you make your, you make basically make um,
0: a vodka ice you know, cube?
1: Yeah. Well, no, not a vodka ice cube. You take the bottle of vodka. Okay. And you put it in, so you cut. You get a milk container Okay. Cut the top of the milk container off. Okay. Allegedly finish the milk. (laughs) You then clean it, fill it with water. And because you're not drinking it, you could decorate it with whatever you want. You could put anything in that ice before it becomes ice. Like, I don't know, the Elf on the Shelf that you really hate, right? Yeah. Anyway, so you take the milk container, you put the water in, you put your bottle of vodka in full, you put it in your freezer, you freeze it. Then you take it out of the freezer 12 hours 14 hours later
0: 24 yeah Take
1: whatever take it out and you now have a frozen bottle of booze well you could do that you know making a space saver in there yeah. for things like your eggnog that you want to put in a different container or you know to make yourself oh, a bar and make it super pretty all
0: oh, right okay. making your own custom ice molds basically
1: yeah But, I mean, I was really thinking about it. If you're not going to eat it, it doesn't have to be an edible thing. It could be anything. It could be an old little Christmas ornament made out of plastic that you don't want to use anymore and then you freeze it in the ice mold and you use that. Or, you know, Hanukkah gelt or dreidels. Dreidels would be perfect. Oh, yeah. So cute, right? Absolutely. I think that would be super fun. Really fun. yeah, but okay, again, this okay. is
0: ice that you're not eating. This is not yeah, any. Don't. This is not anything you're consuming. You're basically using it as a vessel. <laughs> right.
1: All right. So let's talk about making uh, an entire. We're gonna make an entire um, container of of eggnog. Right. So, eggnog is personal. People that you know, if you like it strong, you make it strong. You like it weak you know make it weak you have kids make it non-alcoholic it's not a big deal you know any way that you're going to do it is fine you can make it with rum you can make it with bourbon you can make it with with rye really anything you want you can make it with tequila it doesn't matter it's eggnog is personal we are going to traditionally just work today we're going to make it with um rum just because i feel like having rum right let's have rum. i love it i love it with whiskey Whiskey is such a good choice too so um, for each drink, you're going to put in. so you're going to do one and a half ounces of, of rum per every four ounces of eggnog. Okay. So that is the ratio.
0: One and a so half ounces making, of rum per, gla, per yep, cocktail.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes. So I am making a batch right now. So I'm going to fill it up, and I am looking at what it says. I'm not just pouring haphazardly.
0: So let me ask Although, you this, Gina. So a jigger is really one and a half ounces, right?
1: No. Well, depends on your sign of jigger. If you have an American jigger, it's um, it's one and a half and one ounce. If you have a Japanese jigger, it's two ounces and one ounce. If you have a German jigger, they change. They fluctuate a bit. So it's best. <laughs> it, I know, fucking Germans. Best,
0: I know. <laughs> It's best to really just follow the math and then, yeah. and then do it that way. So I just, and, I just finally read mine. It's, it's one and a half ounce shot and then a half shot. So it's three quarters on the other side. So I've been over boozing. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> Great. What's wrong with that? All right. So now we're Nothing. pouring in. So we shook up the eggnog and we're pouring it in.
0: So how much so, for a
1: single did you say? So you're gonna do one and a half to every four ounces
0: of eggnog. Four ounces. And then, so when you, is it the same? Is it like one and a quarter um, cups of ice to make that perfect drink still, or? Are we so doing I was gonna talk about today? that.
1: Yeah. So basically, what you wanna do is when you're making,
0: so you don't need this drink to like stand up, like a, a frozen like margarita. You're basically oh no, trying I to no, I like make mine standing slush. up, Gina. I like mine standing up at attention. <laughs> I mean,
1: same, I do have two children, so we'll, we'll go on with that, right? <laughs> so, so, basically what you wanna do is you just wanna cover the alcohol so that the ice is just above the wash line. Oh, okay. So the wash line is when the, the ice is just, is now it's starting to pile on top and just ice above the actual amount of liquid. Okay. Okay?
0: I think I so followed that one.
1: On yeah, so here's what's really important. You need to put the top on your blender when you're making <laughs> blended drinks. So if there's nothing else that you if, if you forget everything I'm telling you about making blended cocktails, put the top on your blender when you turn it on. Exactly. Okay? okay. And trust me, that's a real thing. Okay? So here okay. we go. So I'm going to turn on the blender, put it on high.
0: pretty liquidy. Does that mean I didn't put enough ice in? <laughs> Show me. What? Say it again. Mine's still kind of liquidy. Is that not enough ice? You need to put more ice. Okay. So
1: basically you have to put
0: ice until it's it's part, it's like over the wash line. I, so, I thought I had, but apparently I didn't know what the lo- wash line was. And it's gonna to be,
1: it, this isn't gonna be thick. Like don't, cause it has milk, it has eggs. It isn't like if you put it into a frozen machine. It's just gonna be a slushy, and it's gonna be messy, like a little so you see these cute little glasses I have, can you oh, even?
0: Oh, those are beautiful. Those are your aunts? Uh,
1: yes, my aunt has beautiful cocktail So oh, it so runs gorgeous. in the family, huh? I mean, gorgeous, like so nice. And yeah, so Ooh. you see the mess I'm making right now to pour this. I oh, poured this too looks much in
0: here. Yeah. Nice. Actually, I think I got mine with that extra bit of ice. I think I did it right.
1: So, all right. So now you have your um, your eggnog is in their glass. Now here is what you can do. Okay. Uh, this is really really fun. I'm gonna make. I was gonna move one of these away so that my so so my my uh, somebody has an allergy to chocolate. I do not have an allergy to chocolate. Neil, can I just give us?
0: Um, Mister, mr gina can you please grab this yeah. cocktail mr gina so oh, mr gina i'm gonna
1: put a little bit of chocolate and hazelnut on top of my drink oh so now do you have to do that you do not can you put cinnamon on top of it sure oh i'll do if a little you put, cinnamon. you can you put anything you want on top of this so my chocolate's been sitting out a little while so it's nice and soft and i'm Be just nice. just giving it a little. A little bit, and there's a little bit of hazelnut in there, so it's just you know kind of yummy. And you don't have to do this; it doesn't need a garnish. It is just very
0: pretty, though. But know, I mean, for- I mean, let's be honest. I uh, every year I get chocolate, and I like a little, not a lot. I never know what to do with it. This is a great way to use that. Some really yeah, beautiful yes. chocolates. I have really beautiful chocolates that are often given as a gift, and I feel guilty because we don't always consume them.
1: Yeah. So nice. And then you have, and then it's really fun. And then you're like, oh, I have this. Uh, I have this little. You know this little cocktail, and it's delicious, and it's fun, and you know, and it's so yummy. These glasses, I have to tell you, they're I really so wish everybody cute. could see these. They're they're actually with um they're silver plated, and they're ice cold.
0: I'm getting a l- I got a little eggnog mustache. It's a, you uh, know, uh, well, what do you think? Oh, it's really good. It's really good, and you're right. The the I got the same. I got um, Whole Foods. Um, eggnog and no the show is not supported by Whole Foods <laughs> or Amazon. Although- hey Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah. Um, it's it, you're right. It's it's an easy um, and it's not it's not expensive and it's very delicious. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything crazy. And you still get your eggnog mustache. Look. <laughs> 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 but again you know
1: you're you're hanging out and you know, in a hot, a hot environment, Ooh. this is very, you know, it's very Christmassy. It's delicious.
0: It is You could even take
1: a little bit of your um, cranberry
0: syrup that you made and put a little bit on top. Oh, nice. If you wanted to. Ooh. And um, I will tell you that if you drink it too fast, you get a headache. You get that, um. Look. Look at the little pink line that it makes. Oh, that's pretty. Isn't that fun? Oh. If I can get rid of my, um, my, uh, frozen uh, eggnog, um, brain freeze. <laughs> That's what you get when you try to drink too fast. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you learn
0: nothing else on the designated drinker show, you should learn to drink your frozen cocktails slow. Otherwise, they come back and kick you in your head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? I mean, I don't. I personally don't think that it needs any other um, any more sugar in it. But if you like it a little bit sweeter, make it a little bit sweeter.
0: I guess you know? if you if you had if we had done it with. Um, and let me ask you this, if we've done it with a whiskey, um, then maybe more sugar, but cause rum, rum drink, rum for me seems, obviously it's a sugar based spirit. Um, it just seems sweeter to me. Is that when you would add it's, maybe more sugar? Maybe, maybe, but I will tell you this, the cranberry, I just threw the
1: cranberry in mine and it's delicious. So I'll give that recipe as well. It is very
0: good with the cranberry. <laughs> You're impressing even yourself. You're like, oh, that made a really good cocktail.
1: Well, I didn't think I would. I didn't even thought about putting eggnog and cranberries together. Do you know what I mean? It's just not a thing that you're like, but it is, it's, you know, it's hot today. And if you look at my hair, it's like a barometer. It's getting bigger by the second. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) And on that note, Louise. Uh, we gotta wrap it up I got a happy hour to do, what
0: do you, you do you have some um, thirsty uh, family members waiting for their cocktails I, I we, do and if we keep this up we'll end up drinking them all <laughs> <laughs> all right lovely okay go, go take a dip in the pool cool off and um, love to the fam be safe
1: love you happy holidays
0: happy holidays see you on your way back beach. love you but love you the Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Missing Link is a proud partner of Hearing Charities of America, a nonprofit organization that supports those who are deaf or hard of hearing. To learn more about HCOA or to find out about Missing Link's other podcasts, head over to missinglink.company. That's MissingLink.com.